episode 87. Hello and welcome to once again to episode 87 of the most toxically masculine podcast on the air today. The Scottish Liberty Podcast. With me, the corrosively manly Tom Laird and the noxiously macho Anthony Samaroff. First question for all our viewers. I love how I, I, I have to overcompensate for this yeah. uh, and you just speak in your own voice. Can you can you hear us out there is what we want Because to know. we just tried to do this as a live yeah. stream and people were saying they couldn't hear us. Now I'm going to try and find out if I can hear myself. Are we doing it will, as a live stream? It will be worth it. <laughs> F. Yes, it's working now. The sound's working now. Okay, we're back on air. We have sound. Somebody's telling us. Okay, great. Thank you for rejoining you us. Those who missed for joining our toxic, toxically one. masculine uh, program, and thank you for bearing with us. Well, we sort out well, some we technical shit. difficulties. Um, as usual, always stop us when we get too professional. Um, Good. So toxic feminism. As a counterpoint, because every time we hear today, everybody's talking about toxic masculinity. What does it Polit even mean? I was going to tell the, the people that, Anthony, um, but it's a good question and I'm glad you asked it. When I typed in toxic femininity into the search engine to do a bit of research just to see if anybody else was thinking, hey, well, look, you never hear about toxic femininity. So let's, uh, and I've got lots of ideas about what toxic femininity could be. But the I top of the, the but when you type in toxic femininity, the top of the list, all you get is toxic masculinity. Wow. Uh, and there's a site called Geek Feminism, mm. and it describes a toxic feminism, a, sorry, toxic femininity as, quote, one of the ways in which patriarchy is harmful to women. That's very imprecise. <laughs> it's actually, yeah. Um, um, they're not but, geeky enough to be precise yeah, in their definitions. But according to them also, toxic masculinity is a manistapant... Oh, it's easy for me to say, I'll start again. Toxic masculinity is a manifestation of patriarchy that both harms men and causes men to be violent and aggressive towards women Shocking. and occasionally other men. Mm. I don't know, I've been 51 years on this planet Earth now and most of the violence I've seen and experienced being dished out is from men to men. And as a kid, when violence was dished out to me, it was dished out by women usually uh, in the form of discipline. And at school, when it was corporal punishment, we got corporal punishment in the form of uh, the strap at school. You got, scalped, you got smacked in the hand. That was administered to me at uh, five years old by a fully grown adult woman uh, across the hands. And that was, again, that, that was boy punishment. It was mainly boys who were the recipients and mainly women that was carrying it out. But anyway, apparently toxic masculinity is a manifestation of patriarchy. What is this like lad culture or something like that? I don't know. Well, there's also there's all sorts of things. It's basically violence and aggression, uh, rape culture, um, all that kind of utter bollocks. But it's basically everything negative you, you could say, say about why men. Say why it's bollocks. Like, why is it bollocks? Why, why is uh, toxic masculinity bollocks? Well, so why, why, is why is like rape culture bollocks, for example? Well, I don't really want to spend a lot of time in rape culture, but because it just doesn't exist. Okay, what, what, what do you mean by rape culture? What they mean by rape culture is it's inherent. It's part of, it's part of, part of toxic masculinity. 
that male behavior initiates and perpetuates a culture in which rape and the molestation of women and violence towards women are not only tolerated, but actually, you know, it, it's normalized. It's, 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 it's normalized. That's that's rape culture. And that is, as far as I'm concerned, that is total and utter bullshit. Yeah, because rape is well considered to be deplorable. Rain, the most... Um, Especially if it's your wife, daughter, girlfriend, mother, whoever, who's getting raped, you pretty much find it pretty much deplorable. Unless, of course, it's you that's doing the raping, in which case, you're deplorable. Uh, to say the least. So, Rain, the biggest anti-rape and anti-incest organization in the US, uh, put a report a couple of years ago saying that rape culture didn't exist, that rape is a criminal phenomenon. Most rapists have several victims. Um, I'm a counsellor, as many of you know. I've had clients who've been um, through a, uh, abuse, including sexual abuse, and have faced um, court proceedings where men even got off for uh, doing it, even when there was several... I thought you were going sorry, to say got off on doing it's it. Not, it's, not, it's not that <laughs> funny to me, because I had to hear the stories about okay, it. Sorry. But no, 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 I, I appreciate that... Uh, uh, well-timed joke, I guess. Like, but it's a badly timed. I know, I, like, I have noticed that. Well, no, I have, I have, bore, heard of situations where men with multiple accusers right. got off, um, of any charges because it was unpro, uh, they were unable to prove it, despite the fact that there were multiple charges. So I guess that gave me pause for thought, actually, and made me think. Is there something to this um, idea that? But but I mean, what are you going to? At the end of the day, what you, uh, the vast majority of people in the society, uh, there's no way in which the society actively encourages men to rape or holds m rape up as a good Certainly or not favorable thing. Uh, there's some cultures where rape is a, uh, is done as punishment or uh, people turn a blind eye to or even punish the victim of rape. There's places in Africa where um, men are sent, where boys are sent as to invade neighboring tribes and rape them, uh, rape, rape all the women there. So, I mean, there, there are cultures that could be considered rape cultures, maybe. Uh, possibly, uh, I'm just saying in terms of they're um, usually talking about Western cultures, feminists, yeah, and talking the, about this which are the least sexist cultures. Yeah. So, um, I think we're all pretty much aware, or maybe we're not, but it mm -hmm. seems to be that toxic masculinity is the buzz thing that people are talking about. Um, and as far as I can make out, when they talk about toxic masculinity, they're, they're just really talking about what, what I would say is just being a dick. But, they, but is there um, anything they don't like about men? It's everything. It's yeah, yeah. Probably. It's everything they don't like about men. And or but anything. but the thing is, okay. But let's have a look at something like um, aggression. Mm -hmm. Women can be aggressive. Uh, women can be violent. Women can enjoy violence. Women can enjoy proxy violence. Mm -hmm. I.e., men carrying out violence on other women. men mm -hmm. on their behalf. You know that. It's a stereotype of the, of you know the guy kicking somebody's head in, and you know the girl standing back going yeah go and hit him again you know he deserves yeah. it that kind of thing so yeah proxy violence uh, feminists don't seem to want to talk about that but we're here today to talk about my idea of what toxic femininity femininity 
could be. Uh, and somebody's already made a comment. I remember a time when toxic femininity meant yeast infection. Nice one. Okay, yeah, nice one. Good, uh, nice misogyny start to the show. Uh, <laughs> misogyny, that's bollocks as well. Uh, so anyhow, back to toxic femininity. Mm. My idea of what it could be if it existed, but I think it's just every bit as mythical, it, it would be every bit as mythical as toxic masculinity. AI. It's just taking the worst aspects, stereotypical aspects of what you think that uh, masculinity or femininity is and, 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 do you and, think and highlighting them. Do you think there's a clear definition of what, say, masculinity is versus femininity? Well, this is an odd thing because feminists, are obviously, m most feminists that I meet, will maintain that there's no such thing, there's no real differences between the genders, that it's all a social construct. Which is pretty, like... That's social pretty, construct and genitalia. You have to be far gone to believe that. I mean... Well, they, they do, though, they're, you know, and I mean, they're convinced. Clearly, structurally, even physically, physiologically, there's differences yeah. between men and women. In my experience, it's like the things that they want to be... Um, the things that they want to be a social construct are so they admit that there are differences between men and women, but anything they don't like must be socially conditioned. Yeah. Not even a social construct. It's like, why aren't there as many women as men in sciences? Well, oh, that's because women are um, conditioned not to be interested in sciences. You know, why do women like to beautify the house? Oh, that's social conditioning. Like, yeah. uh, uh, why? Why? Because I don't want women to be interested in those things or, or whatever. There's no, there, there seems to be no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, I believe the data seems to suggest that it's not that there's huge differences between men and women. In fact, amongst men, there's a wider range of differences in personality than between the genders, but there's lots of little differences on many on many traits that taken as a whole add yeah, up to yeah. add up to a significant difference so while there's bigger differences between the populations of men and the populations of women the the differences add up yeah right. and another stereotype of men or masculinity would be emotional illiteracy okay or, or uh, emotion oh. yeah but your know, men are not in touch with their emotions right right um because women love so they much love to emote they love but they love so much when men emote there's nothing they love better More than a crying ass man yeah than yeah. a man that that's always emotional <laughs> Yep. Those guys always get all the checks. They do. You know, you and it's one of the interesting just, things about... Just burst out crying and put their your cock in their hand. <laughs> and that's, you, you just win every time. And it's one of the interesting things um, that the feminist movement seems to overlook, which is that um, men would do just about anything they think is going to make a woman bounce up and down in their knob. You know, if women decided that pogo sticking was uh, sexy tomorrow... There would be world yeah, pogo sticking yeah. competitions by the end of the very day. Guys would be pogoing you know in mean? the pub, trying yeah. to out pogo each and other. So, yeah. so, so male behaviour is largely conditioned by what female expectations. By female expectations. Okay. So women have a lot more power than yeah, feminists they have. Think so, they, they have. so we're, I'm going to be doing a lot of generalisation here. Okay. Um, but. Toxic masculinity is huge generalisation. So I'm just going to be doing the opposite with okay. the with the sort of uh, feminine um, toxicity, toxic feminism. 
toxic feminism. Well, it is actually when you think about it, I would say feminism is probably the the most uh, manifest. Um, so, so the, 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 the closest manifestation to toxic femininity that I could think about and I, I'm going to explain why um, but if you can think even when you were at school I don't know who got this nursery rhyme who got what are little what are little uh, girls made of sugar and spice and all things nice what are little boys made of frogs and snails and puppy dogs tails all the things that are nasty are the little boys stuff and all the things that are nice are the little girl stuff now it's very strange in this patriarchy that you would be taught that that kind of point that women are very nice and sweet and so forth and men are, are nasty and horrible i definitely remember growing up with a negative view of men yeah and i don't know how much it was delivered to me by society or if i was just worse mistreated by men or the or sorry boys or if it was the fact that i had to suck up to women to actually survive my childhood such as my teachers and my crazy mum and I just learned to I, I learned to frame women as the who didn't have a crazy mum right okay uh, <laughs> um, sorry if you're listening mum she's heard me call her that before well, my mum's dead new. so um oh. you'll get much crazier than that uh, <laughs> I'm so. not laughing at you dead mum but <laughs> I mean, right. that, no, my, you're yeah. the first one on your list dead, is something yeah. um, that my mum was definitely Okay, emotion. Uh, okay, we're going to go through the points that I think could be attributed uh, these uh, to toxic femininity. Okay, emotional volatility. Okay, um, neurosis. But emotional volatility, you just don't know from one minute to the next what mood somebody's in. But yet, you have to be able to guess what that mood is and know exactly how to deal with it in that given moment. Have Talk you been a bit about with that. a woman that's like that see sometimes when you make a certain kind of joke she laughs yeah. and sometimes when she you make the same kind of joke she gets pissed off at you and you never know when they're whether you're allowed to make that joke or not like, right you okay about it. yeah have you experienced that before i've experienced that before okay i'm just wondering if nope. it's just me so what do you want to talk about about emotional volatility? if you've got something to say about it by all means hmm well i i do think that women are more emotionally flexible then and that, that that's oh, being charitable isn't it yeah. right let's say especially when they're on their period <laughs> well well if we're going to talk about then their boobs are sore and they're just like this and you don't understand uh, sorry <laughs> well if we're, gonna, if we're going to talk about the polarity which is toxic femininity well then maybe talk a little bit about what the that that character trait at its best can be a certain a certain quality that men lack which is or, or have a tendency to lack which is we can be like quite rigid and structured and when we're thinking in one direction we have to stay in that direction whereas if you get it right you know a woman can be upset but you can she can go to be quite happy like five minutes later if you if you're able to somehow figure out how to deliver the goods and being able to just like move on and not carry it on okay. so much that could be useful but the flip side of this is this emotionally vol this emotional volatility. Uh, I don't know. I think it seems to me that um, women have an expectation that things will be a certain way more often than men do. And like, if it's not that way, it's like 
a disaster. Oh no, because it's not perfect, and it's like I thought it would be this way. Do you have that similar a similar experience? Well, yeah, I mean, a tendency for them to project. Do you think they've got a projection? I, I, I've experienced this in relationships where a woman will project her ideal guy over the top of me, right. and as long as I'm conforming to what that ideal guy image is, it's pretty much okay. But as soon as I step outside that ideal guy uh, projection. Then there's trouble, you know. So uh, yeah, but the emotional the volatility, I don't know. I think it's fairly plain as a stereotype, as a generalization. We say whether men are just as emotional, but we're just better at keeping a lid on it. I know I'm a very emotional man. And I mean, it's we, a burden. I mean, we must be. I mean, men have written some of the greatest love poetry mm. in the world. The world in the world. We've written some of the great romantic novels. Most of it. You know, yeah. Well. <laughs> So you know we've written we've written oodles of that stuff. So you've got to be, and it's I think men fall in love just every bit as much mm. as as women. Uh, but I think we're encouraged to get a grip of ourselves and say like you know what the fuck are you thinking, dude? She's fucking fifteen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Anyway, uh, moving swiftly along. Um, pathological empathy. Mm. Pathological empathy. We talked about this recently, so maybe we won't spend long on it, but. In a, in a nutshell, what is pathological empathy? Pathological empathy is caring about some, not not, not feeling comfortable with other people's suffering ever. Um, like anytime there's an idea of someone suffering, and it's usually not people around you, it's usually in the abstract. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't help thinking of those people who are poor in this country. And obviously it's quite, I, I think that the left suffer from this. I think that I was wired up to suffer from this and I've seen it in my personal life. Why what, Why could being empathic possibly be wrong? Well, it's bad if you empathize with people who abuse you, for example. If people are like shits to you and you always think, oh, but look at it from their point of view, they're kind of ignorant, they don't really know mm. what they're doing. And, and the other thing is sometimes people need to suffer to understand that they've made bad decisions. Obviously, if something happens to someone through no fault of their own, but I mean, how many times are you gonna give, like just, you know, your drunk brother-in-law money to go yeah. out and buy booze? It, it might be that he's withdrawing from heroin. Are you going to love, um, are you gonna not be able to tolerate him suffering withdrawal yeah. so badly that you're going to give him a hit of heroin. I'm obviously using a reductio ad absurdum. Yeah, but I mean, because I have some. My woman, my yeah. mom was very good at tough love. Right. Like very good at tough love. So there are women out there who can do yeah. the tough love thing, but uh, generally I, speaking, I would say, and it's one of the reasons why women are more left than men are, and men are. And why leftism is probably is it that leftism is more influenced by femininity, or is our feminine uh, are we females think, more attracted to left wing ideology? I don't think, when you look at the stats, women don't know as much about politics as men, broadly speaking. Controversial, and they, it's not controversial. You can just look at the data. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, listen to you with your, with your masculine data, all your know, patriarchal facts, patriarchal aren't they? Okay. So I think people default to leftism by because they think it's compassionate, but most of most of the left, I don't get this idea that um, leftism is like a feminine thing because most, or a female thing, because most of the left-wing theorists are men. I know yeah. someone's going to go, and Jews, well, fuck off. <laughs> Right, and female Jews. <laughs> yeah, not uh, so. Um, but like, yeah, as a thing, pathological empathy. I have suffered from it, and I'm trying to like get it out of me. So if anyone knows how to become less pathological, empathetic, 
please yeah, advise. We, we appreciate your tips. Okay, impracticality. Well, you tell me because it's your list. Okay, well, uh, the idea that men are more practical, they're better at practical things, and when you know, reading maps, all that kind of stuff, fixing stuff, taking the, the I don't know, and, and the notion that, again, it harks back to some of the things we already talked about. Uh, if women are indeed more emotional, uh, they're more in, in tune with the abstract and then less practical. Is it any, okay, is it any accident do you think that women are generally more involved in religion and spirituality than men are? I didn't even know that. I, but I, again, yeah. when you look at who's the who are the big pastors, who are the people who really promote religion, it must be overwhelmingly men. In leadership, yes. But in terms of followers, it's, I mean, like any, now, any, churches, any churches I've ever been in, including evangelical churches, which are uh, probably, arguably, even more rigid about you know a woman shall not have authority over a man in the congregation of the saints you know um it's predominantly uh, female congregations and in terms of soft power the power enforced i mean like the pastor's wife in an evangelical church has got a lot of sway over what happens and you know when somebody this when people leave a church it's usually down to the woman who decides to go we we're not coming to this church anymore we're going to go somewhere else uh and just spirituality in general right. horoscopes you say women are more into horoscopes I, than guys or do they just admit to it and so also because women are more socially orientated than men okay. so they like to go out to church and get involved in the community right. and things like that so do you think maybe some vices are like corruptions of virtues well that is if you think being community oriented is a virtue i think it probably is well it can everything see a lot of these things look if you if you look at something that's supposed to be toxically masculine like aggression well you definitely want an aggressive man around if you've got to well exactly there are there are context on in normal circumstances aggressions not something that you want to have but there comes to a point you know if you want if yeah. you've got soldiers you want them to be highly aggressive mm -hmm. and highly violent because that's mm -hmm. going to be their job in a specific moment to do that. So, but on a normal day-to-day -day basis and in interaction, it's dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. So nature isn't lovely, yeah. and we were actually, um, well, if you believe we're naturally selected, naturally selected to survive nature. And it's like there was a time when the most common cause of death was homicide. So, uh, historically speaking, so it's like you. When food was scarce and things like that, and there was tribes, yeah, you, you fought. I'm glad that we don't have to do it anymore. Now we can uh, extol the virtues of the non-aggression principle. Yay. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to go. These are not for any particular Wait. order. Uh, how about a continual need for validation and attention-seeking? Do you think that women need a lot more attention and they need to be validated? I think they need to. Yes. Yeah. How many men? are on the subject, does my bum look like this? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming actually. Uh, well, exactly. Like, I mean, how many? I mean, fucking hell! Like, I mean, who's ever had the costume drama? What guy who's not who's not been married or married or's got a girlfriend hasn't went through the costume drama of like you know it's you know that old uh, it's late in the evening. She's been dressing since half past three. <laughs> you know. And when she asks you, do I look all right? If you've got any fucking sense, you will say, yes, you look wonderful tonight. Because it, otherwise you'll be there fucking all night. Uh, not fucking all night, but you will be there all night. 
um, with this costume drama bullshit. Should I wear this? Should I wear that? Do I look right in this? Do these shoes go with this? Who fucking cares? You know. So, do you, so are you going to add vanity to that? This well, narcissism's coming up as well. But uh, yeah, there's there, there's there's a bit. But then it's kind of the opposite as well because it's like uh, it's what's the word I'm looking for here? Not indecisive, but it is indecisive. Yeah, indecision is um, another one. But it's like. Uh, Oh, no, lack of confidence, you know, not they yeah, don't well, no yeah, confidence yeah, they don't, in themselves. They don't feel like they're okay. They need yeah. like so confidence. constant, so constant validation. Do I look good in this? Am I still? Do you still love me? Oh. you know, uh, what have you done for me lately? Did so did, we come did, into this? Did, you know, like this is one of the things. Like, is the reason why feminism so big? is because women just generally feel fucking insecure. Yeah. And because they feel insecure, they project it out and go, there must we be something wrong. In. There must be something wrong with society in order for me to feel insecure. It couldn't just be you and the fact that your psychology is fucked. Yeah. I, I want to add one. Okay. Well, I might even have. Um, yeah, that feminism. Like, fem like women feel like crap, okay? Yeah. But, um, well, a lot of them do because life is hard. Life is fucking hard. We have yeah. everything. It's harder if you're an idiot. We've got all these like Hoovers and fucking washing machines and dishwashers, and we only need to work a fraction of the amount of time we did throughout history when everyone was a farmer, right? And you still feel like crap despite the fact that all your material needs are met. There must be something wrong with the world. It can't just be like that your psychology and it's patriarchy. is terrible. It must be. It's the, but this yeah. is the thing. Guys could do the same thing because yeah. most guys feel like crap as well because, as I said, life is hard. Yeah. But the thing is, they're not allowed to complain or express yeah. their complaints about yeah. it. First of all, because it's unmanly. It's just whiny. And second of all, because feminism says, well, it's patriarchy or, yeah. or well, women have it worse or anything yeah. else. So we could go around and say, there must be a reason why I feel so crap. It's like... Um, it's gynocentrism. It's matriarchy. Yeah, um, but uh, but I think that comes but, under. But it does. But but people, guys, do do it. But instead of but they become socialists. Yeah, you know yeah. they go. I feel bad. Therefore, there must be a problem with society. Or they could become therefore, Nazis. It, it, must, know, be it must be the Jews. Yeah, it yeah. could be the Zionist occupational government. I've seen a lot lizards. of people yeah. blaming Jews for yeah. all sorts of stuff lately. Like uh, Tommy, someone mentioned the fact that uh, we were at this rally. In London, we were at Tommy the Robinson. day for uh, freedom. It day wasn't freedom. right wing enough for someone, and he pointed out that Tommy. I didn't know Tommy Robinson was of Jewish descent. I thought he looked. He was a Christian, and Milo Yiannopoulos is half a Jew. Yeah, and said anything, anything, any event organized by Jews is obviously going to be degenerate. And it's like this is seriously. People have these views. Okay, so uh, that, that's what guys okay. do. They they lean now, but women. Well, misandry then. So is the oh, root is the root is the it's root acceptable. of feminism misandry make the personal political uh neurosis transfer right transfer your neurosis i feel like shit i married the wrong guy uh you know i went out with the wrong partners continually my dad was a bastard because my mum married the wrong guy um my teacher at school who was a male raped me or molested me and he was a man so all the things, all the things that I'm feeling shitty about in my life is all the fault of men, and they fucking owe me, right? Right. I'm I'm a victim here, and I deserve. I'm entitled to stuff, right? Right. Continually. Well, I just think 
uh, on that point, it's totally ex nor not only acceptable but normal for women to bitch and work about their boyfriends, about their exes, about this guy. And what I always find, like, guys do this as well, but not nearly as much as women do. And they're more likely to be shot down, which is by their peers. Which they're is, like, dude, you got, what, what is it with you and your yeah, fucking girlfriend? Guys, shit? I, guys, look, guys. Do what, tell you what, mate. Yeah. Either why don't, you, why don't you just fucking get rid of her or shut the fuck up yeah. about it? That's but your choice because we're all sick of hearing it. Yeah. But but the thing I was going to say is I know that women do a lot more than men in my experience, as they'll complain about their exes without any self awareness of the fact oh, that they chose that. Texas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They chose that guy, yeah. and usually they had a bunch of suitors that they didn't fancy. Okay, well, yeah. you don't choose who you fancy. They kicked but, a lot of good guys in the nuts to go uh, out with a yeah, total asshole. They, they, yeah. they left a lot of guys in the friend zone, which, yeah. okay, but fair enough. If you don't fancy a guy, you don't fancy a guy. But you just remember that you didn't fancy him, and you did fancy the asshole. Yeah. Right? So, and they don't seem to realize that it, if you choose a bad partner, it reflects badly on you. Yeah, and will affect that. and will affect your children as well because if a lot of those traits children. will pass on to your to your kids. Yeah, or 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 they'll have to tolerate your um, husband being abusive to you or yeah. abusive to them. And usually, the red flag more in most cases, the red flags are apparent yeah. within the first few months. Yeah, I mean, some people say, I, mean, I, rem I remember, I mean, year. you're a Carol King fan. Oh, yeah. I love. Right, and I was a Carol King fan, but I remember reading this article in the Sunday Times about her, and she was going on about her, uh, I mean, she wasn't really whining, but she was going, this is what happened. But she married two, I think she married two men in a row who were violent towards her. And the second one, she, like, she tolerated it for fucking ages, and it was like, you know, and it's always the same, Beats her up and then says, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, I'm the, I don't know why I did that. I love you so much." And then she forgives him, and then he, he, you know, he'll never do it again. Of course, and then he does do it again, and that continues. And then you go, "Oh, but you don't understand. These women are beaten down. They're in such a state that they don't know what they're doing anymore, and they're completely mm. dependent." You go, "Well, fucking hell, Carol King. She's obviously an intelligent woman. She's a talented yeah. woman." What is it about this violent asshole that you actually like? You go, oh, well, he's good when he's not violent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but okay, but clearly yeah, violence yeah. is part of his life, and he, he's, he's not going to stop. We've got a friend that says Hitler was good when he wasn't killing <laughs> Yeah, when Jews. he was patting dogs and small <laughs> yeah. children and, and just watching the Snow White but and the Seven Dwarfs no, I, I know it's, and it, sleeping. Yeah. It is a bizarre phenomenon when women stay with um, violence, especially more than once. I think one of the things is, as again, through my experience of... Um, as a mental health practitioner is usually they come from an abusive childhood and basically okay. you you switch off you're you're like something was switched off um like for example the sense of fearfulness or that allows you to or you it just becomes normalized it becomes normalized but with all our media and things like that today you think that um Especially with the yeah. help there is around. I can understand back in the day yeah. when you, even your family yeah. would go, no, he's the guy you chose. You made your bed and you lie in it. But here's a, it takes yeah. us on to avoid avoidance of accountability and okay. female hypoagency. The idea that women are not responsible mm. for their own actions, which is seems to be prevalent amongst feminism at the moment. Back in the yeah. day, that would have been a patriarchal thing to say. Yeah. Women, you, know, you can't trust a woman to do a job. She's not responsible for her own actions. You know, there are, of course, who, you know, 
uh, who are very good at needlework and so forth, but you can't allow them to take big decisions because they yeah. don't have personal responsibility. They're not like men. And I'm not saying that's true. Yeah, yeah, because you don't have personal accountability or responsibilities, and you couldn't run a business, and you couldn't do, be in government because you don't have personal responsibility. Now, the thing what feminism seems to be taught, telling us is that, well, that's right. Apparently, women don't have personal well, responsibility yeah. and accountability because they're so beaten down by this man you know, the, the Sven Galli effect, you know, they're so in the power of this hypnotic and charismatic man that they can't think from them for themselves. Well, that, the Sven Galli effect doesn't seem to work the other way around, you know? Well, um, yeah. Yeah, sorry, carry on. an example of this. Like, I had a debate uh, or a conversation with um, an uh, and a friend that's a feminist, and we were, she was talking about, she's, these uh, pickup artists who go and woo met women and things like that. And the thing is, the account that I was getting, what I didn't like about the way that she, I didn't, it's not that I don't have criticisms of these guys, I definitely do, but her narrative seemed to say that women don't have the agency not to choose a bad man. Or what's more, if they do, to not go, oh, well, I really fucked up there. I went on infatuation or short-term. Yeah. Uh, short. I went on my short-term feels in the moment there, and I made a stupid mistake. I slept with someone that I really shouldn't have because they turned out just to be a pickup artist or, yeah. or of no substance. Like, And then actually learn from their errors and not do the same thing again. And I was like, what I didn't get is, like, the question is not why do these pickup artists play all these tricks it's like why do women respond, respond to them yeah. why doesn't she put any agency on the women yeah. for responding to this shallow yeah. ass crap yeah, yeah so, next time some so, guy is trying to show you some stupid bar trick right. in a pub you know and he's all patter merchanty and kind yeah. of compliment you why don't you just completely diss him and ignore him and go and talk to the guy sitting quietly in the corner reading a book right until obviously the pickup artists work that one out and, and kind of yeah. just sit quietly well, reading a book when they want you to approach them. Because they only yeah. investigated what worked and yeah. then they learned it. Okay, yeah. well, the, the, so it's like that's just one example of a conversation that I've had in yeah. a feminist when we were talking about some Agency. issue yeah. affecting women and they don't, and they seem to think that women are these like hapless, uh, Oh, they don't have any, they, you know, they can't make their own decisions. And I thought that was the misogynistic view. I yeah. thought hers was the misogynistic yeah. view. Yeah, I think so. The idea that um, women don't have any agency. Is and can't learn yeah. from their own mistakes. Yeah, because, and because if you don't, when, what happens is when women say, all the guys I've been with have been complete bastards. When you mm. don't, and you go, well. Well, what were the red flags? Yeah, exactly. Anyway. And if you if you continually just say they were complete bastards, what you don't do is dissect yourself and the reason why you're picking, uh, you're, you're, you're going with those guys. If you don't take personal responsibility and accountability, you are doomed to keep yes, picking those kind, types and of guys because many, it will always be their fault and not yours. And too many white knights going on, coming in going, oh, that's terrible. Like, Oh, he was so bad to you, yeah. etc. It's like I always ask people when they've got uh, relationship issues, like what were the red flags or um, of that? How would you have been able to tell that they turned out like that earlier? Okay, moving on from that, superficiality. 
Well, I mean, women like all these magazines that they complain about how women are portrayed in, but it's yeah. not men who buy them. I also wanted to mention, like, do you think that ties into materialistics? Yes. Women are more material. Is that on your list? Hypergamy. Yeah. W women are more materialistic than men. Sorry, women like stuff. I don't know any men with like a hundred pairs of shoes. Like, there may be some, but you, I don't know them personally. When you go into shopping malls, like seven times as many shops are like women's stuff, like clothes, shoes, uh, bags. Whereas for guys, it's like, oh, there's a computer game shop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm set. I know women play computer games too. Come on. But you, but you know what I mean? That just goes to show even the computer game shops are for women. Right. So uh, I don't know if that's toxic, but it can be toxic if they always want more. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, with liking stuff, I, I guess. But sometimes no. it's like... It keeps people in a voluntary and it keeps people in a so job. So I'm just yeah. mentioning. Yeah, it's like, see if women... It's like... Or, or the vanity thing, um, like all these perfumes and things. I, I guess, like, with same I mean, same there's extraordinarily vain men out there as well, but they're generally denigrated and yeah. sort of looked down upon by other men for that yeah. quality. Yeah. Even if a guy yeah. Yeah. buys a fucking really expensive car and parks it outside and he goes in, people are like, oh, you left your dick hanging out. You yeah, know, yeah. people, guys get um, made fun of for superficial materialism, yeah. whereas for women it's normal. Now, from a biological perspective, um, women, like, women would compete for a mate on looks, mm. uh, whereas men would compete for a mate in status, wealth, and what yeah, have right. you. So, mm. so the thing is, uh, my the same friend that I had the conversation about the pickup artists with, she was saying that women feel pressured to look good and put all this stuff on and they don't really want to. And I agree with her and I agree it's a male privilege not to have to face this. But the difference is she thinks it's socially conditioned, whereas I think it's on a biological basis, which is that, you know, the song your summertime goes, your daddy's rich and your mum is good looking. So um unfortunately men have to compete uh, for status and power it's a way of helping them uh, yeah. attract a mate and yeah. um, that's why there's more male sport than female sport it's not because we care more it's because because that's a way of gaining a mate being a rock star being a pop star is a way of having a choice of it of all from mates these are things that men aspire to more than women because they increase their mate value. Similarly, women are going to spend inordinate amounts of time putting makeup on and things like that because uh, instinctively they believe that it's going to increase the quality of partner that they can attract. Where, whether that's actually true now or not, you know, you might you might attract the nice guy if you don't if you don't put if you don't. Um, but it, it comes down to what? How do you how do you measure a good partner? Okay. How about sentimentality? Over sentimental about things. Oh, oh, oh. Watching <laughs> weepy movies. You know all those movies. Is this that are toxic in, though? I think over being over sentimental is because yeah. then it means feelings are more important than I facts. I remember like my mum sentiments more news, important. Yeah. Uh, watching yeah. the news and like something, and she's like, "Oh my god, oh." I can't believe it. Oh, and I'm like, stop this fucking phony shit, right? Mm. You don't know them. You don't care about them. It's like meant to be this big virtue that they're like, seriously, I don't know why anyone watches Well, virtue signaling is part of that, I think. Uh, 
uh, over sentimentality kind of thing. Um, and I think it's probably a good. I know we'll wait till we do manipulation to do this okay. one, but these these things all kind of tie in. I think. Um, mani- oh well, let's do manipulation okay. actually. Manipulation. Uh, well, especially uh, if you don't uh, find after this. Especially <laughs> gender. I mean, right. women can manipulate each other, uh, but they use their femininity using to their feminine men. wiles. Feminine wiles oh, to manipulate please, men. Oh, will you please do that for Flirting. me? Flirting. Oh, yeah, they definitely you know, the, 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 the kind of the, the, the promise of a discretion that's not actually going to happen, you know, kind of uh, that, that flirty thing. That we're, I mean, I personally, you, you like flirting. I can't stand flirting. I like flirting if it's an actual genuine signal of intent. If it's right. a shot across the bows. It's kind of annoying I, I, to I be find, with. Yeah, but I find if it's just... Flirting for the but sake of it, it's bullshit. Flirting is normal behavior between, um, like, men sometimes flirt with each other and women sometimes flirt with each what? other, but for different reasons. Like, um, men will flirt with each other to help boost each other's confidence, um, whereas women, yeah, like, you don't I, have to explain I, I that one. Remember. Like, oh, like, men flirt with they, each other. Like, what are you talking jo- about, like, man? Pals will flirt with each other in a jokey way. You don't agree with that. Uh, there, I can't, hey, I Andy, I you've got that. a great ass. <laughs> okay. No, I can't remember That's ever saying that. <laughs> I wish that I could remember. There was a study that came out on it. I wish I could remember the findings of it. That's annoying. Someone look I, up. Uh, someone look up the study on the different reasons why men and women flirt with each with 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 members of the same sex. Okay, but uh, but getting women. Okay, it's a cave woman thing. I think to you know if you. You can't Daddy. go up. You, yeah, well, yeah. You can't go up against the fucking the, the you know your caveman husband because he'll just right. pummel you into the deck like a tent peg, you know, with his club. So you have to think: How do I get this lummox to redecorate the cave, or move to another bigger cave, or treat me better, or or do whatever it is I want him to do? I can't take the direct approach. I have to somehow make him think that it's his idea in the first place. So I think women are generally smarter than men. That way they're good at uh, um, psychological manipulation. Um, Not because they're evil, but just because I think they've had to do it. They've had thousands of years of having to do it. They can't take the direct head-on approach. They've got to do it another way. They're more likely to compete with other women via manipulation than in the overt way that men compete as well. Okay. Um, so I mean that would lead us on to our. Cuck. I want to choose one. Oh no, you go first. Well, we do the cuck we'll of the cuckle doodle dude of the. Wait for this, for this month. It should have been last month actually, but we're going to do it for this month. He might even be our cuckle doodle dude of the year. Is none other than, than Donald Trump. DJT, you yeah. can't be serious, President Trump, the ultra toxic masculine yeah. Donald Trump. Is he the is our cuck. He is the cuckle doodle dude. Now, maybe somebody will be able to confirm whether this is right or wrong. But I'd heard, and I think he even mentioned this, that one of the reasons that he bombed the shit out of Syria after specifically saying that he wasn't going to oh, do that, that Obama and Obama shooting that, it was, a, it was an idiotic a idea, apparently, when Obama was going to do it. But now that the Trumpster's in, he thinks it's a great idea to bomb it because his daughter. Oh. Was crying and tearful about a little babies that were killed by Bashir al-Assad. So it was like, "Oh, daddy, oh, daddy, if you really loved me, 
you had bummed the shit out of those people for killing those babies. I bet Putin's daughter, I bet Putin would bomb people for his daughter, right? And so suddenly Donald Trump's thinking, oh shit, you know, my daughter thinks I don't love her because I won't bomb people. And yeah, oh yeah, now that she's compared me to another man who who would clearly bomb the shit out of people for his daughter, you know, his proxy violence impresses his daughter. Uh, so I'll do it and my daughter will probably keep loving me and my wife will love me and other women will love me and therefore men will love me because women love me. So yeah, if that was Donald Trump's real reason for bombing Syria because his daughter was having a tearful over dead babies, then he is definitely our cuckold. And even if it wasn't his daughter, he's still a he's still a cock. <laughs> he's still a, a deep. He's state. still a dick. He's a cock. Yeah, um, murderer, actually. <laughs> so, uh, Donald J. Trump, you are our cuckold of the month. Yeah. So that we've done manipulation, uh, vindictiveness. Uh, There's okay, an old expression. A grudge. Oh, is that nursing a grudge for right, years? Right. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, but keeping it quiet. I mean, guys will hold a grudge. You go, I fucking hate that guy. And if I ever get the fucking chance, I swear to God, I'm going to fucking kill him for this if it's the last thing I do. You know, guys are usually open about it, but women can hold a seething, simmering, nasty grudge against another woman or a man for years. Fight, and then, like, yeah. yeah. Well, there's an old expression. It's like that forgiveness thing they'll do when you've cheated. And it's like, but they haven't really forgiven you. They're, they're going to get Why you back you at a later. They're going to get you back at a later. I don't cheat. Okay. Right, okay. Well, okay, so vindictiveness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's an old expression that goes, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. And it is so fucking true. And it's like women... Where if they break this comes back to women they're complaining he, about their exes, like me. their rage and like the way that they will who does he think he they is? will I mean we know we have this like these courts yeah. and uh, cases where women will vindictively keep men from their husbands. And I'm not talking about all women, obviously we're talking about toxic femininity, like yeah, when this exactly. is taken to an extreme. Not now alt, not all women are yes, like now alt, not but all I'm women saying, are like that. But I mean, Ewalt. Ewalt. Enough, Enough women, women are, are like, like that. that. Yeah. So uh, that is true. Enough women have severed the ties between their men and their children. And now, to be as charitable as possible, Warren Farrell gave an account of why he thinks this is, and I okay. have great admiration for Warren Farrell. I think he's one of the most insight, one of the great men of the 20th century, in my opinion. Um, he said... <laughs> at times yeah but i think you need that perspective yeah. to counterbalance yeah. uh, other perspectives Use the anti -Elum. so do you think uh, i wanted to vary well okay i'll come i'll Please circle do. back around yeah. to it which is this he said getting married and having children is like a woman's primary fantasy Feminists will fucking hate that. Feminists do hate May, it. Most, well, most women, women will deny it as well, most, even the ones that do harbour that. Most women's... Well, he bases it on this kind of Mills and Boone. I mean, the, the, the novels, that, yeah. the, the books that women buy, outstrip by far the outstrip anything else, any other literature that women consume. Mills and Boone, really? Boone and yeah, Barbara Catlin... The stuff and the, it's it's the same book over and over yeah. and over again. She tames the wild. Yeah, she tames the wild guy. He pursues, she resists and refuses. He persists more. She gives in, and they, you know, he gives her this 
lavish wedding and she fulfills her fantasy at the altar she gets one man that one man that all the other women wanted but couldn't get she nails him down and he loves her and worships her for the rest of his and sacrifices himself for her for the rest of his life so i think there's a truth in the fact that yeah. at the altar what do you do at an altar you sacrifice at an altar it's not the woman who sacrifices it's the man who gives mm. up his fantasy yeah, his, his fantasy, fantasy is to have loads of women who all fancy him yeah, and loads of great looking women who all want to fuck him but but he gives up that in order to to to, to have this yeah. woman who's going to obviously give her him her sure. vagina exclusively and the rights to have his children yeah. in her vagina. And hopefully love him as well. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> you know? yeah. Um, and maybe even occasionally give him a blowjob <laughs> and make his breakfast. Yeah, I mean, you, you never get a blowjob <laughs> after you get married. You might, no, get, no. you might get fellatio, but you're never going to get a blowjob. <laughs> right? Was it? Wasn't he? Doesn't he a Shakespearean character? Yeah. So, so, so yeah. So, so you know the old joke. So yeah, the, how do you stop your girlfriend from giving you a blowjob? Maria. Maria. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I guess the the end point of that was Warren Farrell says that a woman loses her primary. She's her whole life. She had this dream of getting married and having kids, and now she gets divorced, and that's what turns her vindictive. No fucking excuse. Yeah. But, and then she'll transfer that neurosis onto you, the next poor yeah, fool, the next who gets fool. involved with her. She's going to punish you for that man. Yeah, um, and that so. just comes back to bitching about exes with no self-awareness. And then, you know, I w was once on Facebook and some soft cock cut uh, <laughs> left a status update saying, I was on the bus and I couldn't help myself raging at two women saying they watched the Red Pill documentary and they were saying it's shocking how dads don't get access to children. And I felt the urge to hold back my scream, don't you know that feminism is about that too? And like, yeah. Feminism is about that too. That's why the National Organization for Women, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, um, feminist organization in America, has actively campaigned against equal rights for dads for decades. Yeah. Right. So I don't go on what feminists say they represent. I think you should go on what their yeah. organizations advocate for in terms of policies. And if yeah. you ever get in a debate with a feminist i'm giving you the tips now so yes. that you know it do not let them say that's not real feminism focus on specific policies which feminist groups advocate for yeah. which are bad for men and sometimes women and definitely children that's how you play the game that's how you win the game yeah um if you're going to win it Right. But I think this is this has been a relatively new move in feminism, and the first prominent figure I can I can think of who did it was um, Harry Potter girl, uh, the lovely, beautiful looking uh, Emma Watson. Um, but obviously, in, in terms of the things that she's been saying, she's a complete airhead. Um, she said, "Oh, for too long now, feminism has been about man hating, and it's the olive branch, you know." Uh, oh. We care about those things too. If you're a man, get on the feminist side because these things, it's all bullshit. For years, they stonewalled about the kind of things that we were yeah. talking about. They completely they stonewalled about it. Not, none of these issues matter. Now suddenly, okay, grudgingly, we're going to give you that you don't get access to and, this and all is, this kind of stuff. I'd yeah. like to tie this back in because this okay, is another cool. thing that I see. This isn't necessarily toxic, but it can become toxic. Yeah. Which is that like I think women like to push the boundary, and that then like if you accept that, 
they like push the boundary even more. And if you're in a relationship, if you don't stand your ground as a dude and be like, babe, I love you, but I'm not, but I'm not willing to do that. Or like, hey, babe, like I love you, but the way that you're speaking to me on the phone right now isn't in a very loving way. I'm going to hang up and you can phone me when you're calm. Uh, you know, if you're not willing to be the per kind of person who draws a line with women, she will move the, the goalpost and, uh, until you're so jelly that she absolutely despises you and she'll suddenly go off with someone else or she'll just hate you and then she'll be vindictive towards you and she won't know why she's so dissatisfied. A lot of the time they don't even know why they're so dissatisfied in the relationship. It's like because they, they, they married you when you were beta, sorry, alpha, and they turned you in a beta, mm -hmm. or if you were already beta, you were you weren't so beta that they despised you. She turned you into gamma, like <laughs> right, you know. Like and gammy. it's like it, yeah. this would be fine if women were just like, well, do you know what? I like it when the man decides the restaurant. Stop asking me so many questions. Stop asking me to make the decisions. I don't want to do it. But they want to at first have you be. Um, you know, unbendable, imperturbable, and not burden them with what kind of tea do you want, honey, but just make them whatever tea yeah. you think they're going to like. Or, But at the same time, they want to go, women aren't like that. See if they just accepted that most women are kind of, do actually kind of prefer the guy to take the lead in the relationship. Yeah. That would be fine. But they want to pretend that they don't yeah. or uh, while having the expectation on you yeah. that you will know how to interact with her in a way. And they will rarely, I, I don't want to say this, like I've, I've carefully selected in relationships for the main part. I had one or two, well, one really bad one. Apart from that, I've been with great women and they were, they were quite self-aware and we'd talk about these, like our issues and would be able to um, discuss them. But I would say from what I've seen and what I hear broadly speaking, women aren't so self-aware to um, notice that these are the kind of things that they're doing uh, or or they don't want to know about it. Yeah. I, to bring back Warren Farrell, when he wrote his book, Why Men Are the Way They Are, he says he had trouble publishing it because publishing houses would say, the book's fantastic. It's really good. The problem is most women buy our books when they're, out, uh, they're after a breakup mm. and they don't want to read a book articulating the men's side they want to read something like um men who hate women and the women yeah. who love them yeah, yeah. they want to read something that says he's mm -hmm. such an arsehole yeah and this is this is the kind of thing and women do buy more most of the self-help books yeah well it's a need to be placated really constantly mm -hmm. you know uh women but they hate it if you women, you know yeah i know but women complain uh, men women complaining and men just uh sort of placating them mm -hmm. and facilitating them but this you talked about the self-awareness thing there self-awareness comes through adversity self-awareness comes through hard knocks if you're constantly kept mm -hmm. cosseted and caught in wool yeah. from the results of your bad decisions you're not going to develop self-awareness you right. know so that's why i would think it's very rare to find someone who's emotionally intelligent and self-aware below the age of about 30 i would say in women Right. Well, I it's only I once they start confirm. losing the sexual power that they mm. start to become self-aware. Oh, yeah. I think. Do you think that's why older women usually make better choices of, of men? Well, they can, 
but they can also bring a hell of a lot more baggage to the relationship yeah. if they're not as self-aware. I mean, I, I, you've experienced this. A lot of women are very good at talking the self-aware and emotionally oh, intelligent when thing. they're in love with you. Yeah, and, it can, and it, is, it can be actually part of their manipulation. Mm. If, they, if you go, wow, she's yeah. so woke. Yeah. She's so woke. She knows only, but be but careful. She also thing. knows how to manipulate better as well because she's got the she, tools to do it. But so I don't even think it's conscious, and that might be why it's toxic. But I would say that women, like, if a woman is in love with you and she believes that you're her favorite, that she's your favorite, yeah. out of anyone in the world, she will fucking do anything for you. Yeah. Uh, most women will. But um, you do need to be able to read her signals and keep mm. her sweet and know where to draw boundaries. Because if she despises, if she comes to despise you because you don't know where the bound, yeah. you don't set the boundaries. Uh, you're going, Jason to be, Paul, you're going to be fucking psychic. I had a friend words. of mine who's really into like open, honest communication, and so am I, right? But he he was trying to he, he his wife he was trying to placate to use your word his wife by running his purchases by her whether he wanted to buy an instrument yeah. or this thing that thing and the other, right? And the reason why is he wanted to have open and honest communication in the internet. I was like in in the relationship, and I was like, dude. It's your fucking money, right? Mm. You're earning more than she is. Take some of that. And he, he had the idea to take a certain amount of money out every month and put it out of sight and just buy his own stuff without running it by her. And I was like, you better make it a couple of hundred more than that. So if you need to ever increase it, you don't have to have the argument again. I was like, dude, she's going to scowl and be pissed off for a day or two. And then she's going to be happy about it because you keep on deferring to her and asking her for making to make to give you permission to make decisions. And she hates you for putting her in the position when she knows she's more insecure about money than you yeah. are, where she has to say, no, right enough. She was annoyed for about an afternoon and afterwards it wasn't an, an issue anymore and she got on a lot better. So this is one of the things about the, I don't know what- It's a voice of accountability again, yeah? Okay. They don't want to, the thing, another reason they don't want to make, take the decisions because if, if it goes wrong, right. they have to take oh, the can- that's why they can't choose than, what restaurant to eat in. Yeah, because if it's shit, then it's their fault. Instead of it's shit, then it's your fault, which is fine. Um, finally caught a live one. Oh, are, right. you, are you referring to some partner, some woman <laughs> that you've just picked up? Uh, so, so, yeah, so, as, um, what was it? As Jack Nicholson said in the movie, uh, as good as it gets. Whenever this mentions a woman, I just think of a man and take away reason and accountability. Yes, but <laughs> yeah, it's a great line. But <laughs> so yeah, that's a naughty one. But anyway, so uh, we'll, we'll talk about quickly narcissism. But when I talk about it, I think the, the manifestation today of female narcissism could be the the superwoman delusion. Uh, women can do anything and everything. You know, you're mm. so empowered. Women can do. Yes, you can do that job that you're absolutely inept and have no qualifications and have no aptitude whatsoever to do it. That doesn't matter. Don't let people tell you to do that. You're a woman. You have a vagina. W-O-M-A-N. You can do anything. Well, do you know what? No, you can't. And that's, that, that doesn't just apply to women. That applies to men as well. Everybody, they always say a man's got to know his limitations. I think women really need to know their limitations you know because you're told, you can do it all. No, then yeah, we can do it. Remember the poster, yeah. we can do it. And women actually believe that she that we can do it and that women can have it all. You can have that career and you and can baby, you can have your and kids and you can do it all. Well, no, you can't. Some women can because you know what? They can have a career and they can afford to uh, pay for a nanny for their kids. 
and they can afford yeah. to take time off because they've got a good yeah. job. Uh, but you, on the other hand, are not going to be able to do that. And so you also, have to be careful. On that point of the yeah. entitlement okay. uh, as well, it's like that uh, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. Yeah. So why is it that the majority of welfare goes to women, particularly single moms, uh, whereas the most of taxes are paid by men. Mm -hmm. If you don't need men, why do you need especially men? If, especially if you believe, taxes on, especially to give if you, you believe that, women, that men are paid more than women. Yeah. So they clearly pay more, even right. more tax so, than women. So if you don't need men, then why are you looting yeah, you, them yeah, through exactly. the tax system? You've it's just replaced. You've just replaced uh, basically a husband with a government. And the reason why this is so problematic is making a good decision over who to have children with uh, was balanced by the fact that there was severe consequences yeah. for uh, having a child uh, out of a stable a relationship. But now yeah. we've taken away the consequences of having, you know, you get a money, you get a fucking flat, you get all sorts of shit if you break up with the daddy. It's like, we're basically encouraging women to make irresponsible decisions with men. When it came, uh, as though they needed any encouragement, as evidenced by the fact that Tam and I still single. By the way, just putting that out there for any chicks listening. By the way. Yeah, but we're not one of those. What was it? What, what did that guy that crashed his van? And people they, they called him. It's like a, yeah. an involuntary celibate. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not celibate. Uh, but you do you uh, celibate here and celibate that's there. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, uh, interference. Okay. The need to cut, you know, to be the nose poker in her, uh, meddlesome rat baggery, you know, uh, sticking your nose into other people's business, into men's and, and encroaching, and especially encroaching, the need to encroach into men's why space. Men's why do men need spaces? Why are they trans people need spaces? You know, why are those women? What do those men? People of color need spaces. But it's nosiness why as do well. Men need what do spaces? those men get up to in there? And there's no women in there. How could they? How dare they get along just fine without women? We can't have that. Yeah, so interference, the need to interfere, the need to constantly nanny people as well. Stop smoke, don't drink, don't smoke. Uh, we need to stop people smoking, we need to stop people paternalism. drinking. Paternalism. Uh, well, is we call it paternalism. It's, 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 it's back to pathological empathy and the, this kind of mother hen, the need to no child left behind. No personal, but we have to take care of everybody. And yeah, the but tribe. they don't look at the e evidence and no. reason of how that happens. A woman can nurse a grudge until it grows a beard, uh, quoted Quoth Simeon, the free range human. <laughs> okay. Um, what is uh, someone said, I once dated a Glasgow divorce layer. Mm. Mm. Good job, layer, lay, lay divorcees. Her day job of fiscally dismantling relationships heavily affected her emotional state. Well, see, when you commit evil, it's going to heavily affect your yeah. emotional state unless you're a sociopath. And, um, and sociopathy apparently is increasing among women, by the way. Well, cheers for the card at Day for Freedom Rally. Well, I'm thankful that you actually tuned into the channel. Wow, great stuff. It's yeah. good to have a new subscriber. Who gave you the card? Was it uh, Anthony or me? I only gave Birth a control few. changes women's hormones so that they are attracted to more feminine men. Is there Adam Smasher... Show me the evidence. Is, that is. sounds like horseshit to me. But <laughs> if you're willing, if yeah. you're able to prove it, then I'd be very interested to see. Because personally, who loves, who doesn't love a woman who's on birth control? <laughs>
when they get off to have kids they suddenly fall out of love with their spouse and have no clue why i am strongly skeptical about that it could be true but i'm strongly skeptical about it okay um and finally i just want to talk about the feminization of society in general before you oh, do okay. that i want you to talk about the encroachment of women into many oh, yeah, spaces right, in yeah. more detail because that's an important point yeah who was the person who first floated it out was that typhon what's her name typhon blue uh could have been yeah, from uh, the honey badgers yeah she's okay. she she's got some original ideas i think and okay. she 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 i think she first noticed this but i wouldn't articulate it as well as you i don't know, if, I don't know what she actually said so i think well the yeah. idea is there's places where men traditionally go to hang out with other guys yeah and Whether women will demand or, entry yeah. Well, hunting trip or, you know yeah. whatever or golf club or yeah. whatever it is or, Masons, or even online lodge, computer yeah. games okay. right which is which might be unfair because women have the right to game too but and uh, th this is the and the thing yeah, is why they'll they invent their own shit then and, and when they come of, in okay. they'll be like oh it should be slightly a bit more like this ah, or a yeah. bit more like that and they'll change it up yeah. and at first the guys will be like fair enough the chicks are here like let them have their way and finally it'll get to the point where the guys don't want to hang out there anymore because it's not a guy a place for yeah. guys to do guy stuff yeah and chat to each other so they'll leave and go somewhere else but it's not to be tolerated by the feminists the worst of them yeah. guys aren't allowed to have spaces that are just for men because that's sexist yeah. of course having almost all of the women sheltered for battered women yeah. all be women's only spaces female only uh, train carriages uh, and stuff like that that's yeah. completely fine even though we're seeing numbers between 33 percent uh, up to two thirds uh, up to 50 percent of the victims of domestic abuse being male uh apparently um you know they can't get publicly funded um domestic abuse shelters yeah. they won't be admitted to them well I've, I've never met a man in my life who's genuinely pissed off about women having their own i mean that yeah just for the record i don't know about the us officially there are more female only golf clubs in the united wow. kingdom than there are male only golf clubs um wow. and there's some of them go back a long way uh we have two or we did have two male only golf clubs in scotland there was muirfield's a famous one i won't mention the other one those who are a member of it will know who they are. I'm not going to mention it because if I do, then it'll only highlight it. And then the, you know, the, the, the gas bags and the nose poker inners and the meddlesome rat bags are going to have to start, uh, you know, because let's, let's even take a look at Muirfield because that was a famous one. And that's the one that caused all the, the, the problems here in Scotland. Um, women, nobody said women couldn't play golf at Muirfield. In fact, they could, and they were at an advantage because they didn't have to pay the absolutely exorbitant membership fees that men had to pay to be a member of that club. They also didn't have to wait in line to get a game. You know, there's specific times set aside for a woman to play golf, and they could play. So it was cheaper for them to play, easier for them to play, and, uh, you know, that was it. They just couldn't be a member. Now, what's happening now, the... I think it's something ridiculous at Muirfield. It was like 15, 20 years or something. You had to wait to become yeah. a member of that club, you know? Uh, now what's going to have to happen is guys who've been waiting to become a member for 10 years 
are going to get gazumped. They're going to have. They're going to get stepped in front of in the queue, so they can have a trophy female uh, as a member of the club. Now, here's another thing: Why, in the name of Thor's balls, right, or fucking Venus's left tit? Why would you want to be a member of a club that, that doesn't didn't, that want doesn't you. want you? Yeah. What the like, hell? Why to? Why do I, I? You know, I agree. Any yeah. anyone who wants to get married, it's between them. But yeah. why do the gays who uh, campaign for say a Catholic church to be forced to marry yeah. them? They don't want you. You should go elsewhere, right? I just want to dot shots yeah. dots hot thoughts says freedom of association is the freedom to not associate. Yeah, End absolutely. Of, it all comes Agreed. back to grouping people by arbitrary characteristics. If you want your comments read out, get them in now before we make our last yeah. comment, our last point. I wanted to say something that I think can be toxic, right? Um, which Reverse is... Woody Allen? I don't know. You're going to have to explain. You're going to have to elaborate on that one. Um, which can... Something which can be toxic. No, no, so you said reverse, reverse with the Allen. I don't know, I don't know what that means. Unless yeah, you, yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't get, I don't get that comment. Yeah. Although it does remind me of one of my greatest moments where I posted a Facebook status which said, "I'm like the Woody Allen of Facebook, uh, geeky and Jewish, but essentially good-natured and humorous." <laughs> and someone posted a comment saying, "Yeah, but you're actually funny," which I very much enjoyed. Both the both. Well, we're the, trying to say that Woody Allen's not funny. He was trying to say that Woody right, Allen okay. wasn't funny in his reply. Right, here's well, Feminists one. don't find Woody Allen very funny these days, I think. Deferral to other women for their, like, oh, opinions. Oh, absolutely. But then it's back to the... But that's back to constant need for validation. It's like, oh, you like that guy, but your friends don't like him, therefore... Uh, maybe I'm just going to dump him. I'm not saying all women are like that. There's lots what? of women. Ewalt. Ewalt. Enough women mm. are like that. Uh, guys like, she's sucking my dick, guys. Like, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. I think she's cool. Yeah. But, like, it's that, like, social proof is very important to women. Now, we could look, the most charitable way that we could look at it is that it's kind of evolution's way of um, speeding things up and not having people need to make judgments on things which they don't have the data on. We'll just look around and see what everyone else thinks. And, you know, everyone else can't be wrong. So if they think this guy's a creepoid, he probably is one. But it's not just that. It's like, uh, yeah, deferral to other women. and Well, just deferral to others for their opinions or, or the, their best guess on things. I think that's more a feminine trait than a man's trait. And... Uh, well, maybe sometimes it's good to actually see what the the general view on something is. But so just, it's not necessarily just so you know, I mean, I'd, I'd like control. to I'd like to actually get to the I'd, I'd like to actually find the actual study. But as far as I know, there was a study that there's been several carried out into this to see. Look, is it true? Are women more attracted to men who other women approve of as mm -hmm. well? And they've yeah, done a test in which are. they showed women, lots of women. Uh, um, slides of yeah. men, all kinds of different men, all kinds of different situations, and they would ask them to rate those men high, or whether they would go out with them, or whether they wouldn't go out with them, whether they fancied them, or whether they didn't fancy them. And at some point in the slideshow, they would start showing the same men again, 
But let's say they showed a guy who was on his own. They would show that same man, but this time they would, he would be in a photograph where he'd be where he'd be in a family situation or where he'd have another woman who was looking at him favorably or, or had her arm around them or, or, or was kissing him, him or something like that. And they found that consistently guys who women had already said that they didn't fancy or that they didn't fancy very much, his rating went up when they saw him in a photograph with a woman acting or looking favorably mm -hmm. on him. So it seems to be demonstrably true that women do need the the affirmation of their peers in order to fancy a guy. And it's happened to me. I know I've been in certain pubs regularly and the women behind the bar or the women in there don't pay me any attention whatsoever. Neither should they. Um, however, I've been in there with a woman and we're getting on very well. And a couple of days later, I go back and suddenly the women in there are keen to know about me. They're keen to talk to me. Right. Oh, what is it? Well, this guy seems all right. You know, I get a woman fancies him. I wonder what it is. Like you know, and, they, and this that maybe it's just nosiness. I have no idea. So if we've not lost our female listener, or uh, <laughs> if any of, you know if you, any of you guys want to come up to the pub with us and look at us adoringly, <laughs> you can be our uh, yeah, give us Scottish Liberty Podcast yeah. um, wing woman. I only want to just finish briefly, but I think it's, if there are indeed masculine and feminine aspects, which I, I do think there are, I think our society is becoming increasingly more feminized. I think little boys are being encouraged to stop doing those things that Rough would be considered masculine. Regular mask uh, yeah regular boyish behavior is pathologized and yeah yeah but they've got a pathological condition called being a little boy and if only men were a bit more like women society would be better well that, i'm sorry history doesn't bear that out yeah. there's been pre plenty of aggressive and violent women who have been in charge of things women i'm very fond of margaret thatcher she did took the decision to to uh, blow up a car. blow up the Belgrano when uh, it was sailing, sailing outside away. of the explosion zone. Uh, she she sunk a ship of retreating conscripts. Yeah, um, I'm not saying that was a good decision, but but she was quite prepared to make it, and she right. did. And uh, you know, when when other when men weren't prepared to make that decision, so do I think there's such a thing as uh, toxic femininity? No more than I think there's uh, uh, masculine. So we're going to say toxic masculinity. Okay, I think they're both bullshit. I think both masculine and feminine aspects can have negative consequences if they're over. Like hypermasculinity, I get accused of being hypermasculine sometimes, but hypermasculinity yeah, can be a problem. Um, but it can only be a problem in certain contexts. You know, it becomes dysfunctional. All those weapons that are useful in certain situations, you know, we're not currently living in a tribal warfare situation. So it's not, you know, the, the alpha buckwit who goes around beating everybody to death maybe isn't the kind of guy you need when that's not the situation, you know? Maybe you need the guy who's more the nurturer well, I heard than the protector provider. I heard a theory which you might be interested okay. in. Tell me about the theory mm. and names that I might be. Uh, of what this guy is. Uh, yeah, a, a YouTuber said basically between X, year X, and year X, some, somewhere in the last few hundred years, there was so much, such and such a percentage of people were executed in Europe um, for violent crimes. And his theory was the reason why 
society had become mass uh, less violent okay over time was not because say parenting styles has improved or anything like that but because the most violent genes were being wet weeded out by the execution of uh, violent criminals and things like that i think it was Possibly. very interesting and i never thought of it before i think it's probably not actually the case it might it might play one factor in but i think probably most people were being executed for like stealing a loaf of bread and stuff like that yeah. I don't be well executed for that, but you never know. Um, so that's basically our take. Uh, you know, if, if toxic femininity existed, then those are just some of the attributes that you could, uh, you know, you could apply to toxic femininity. Um, do we want to quickly talk about the the day of freedom, or should we? Day for freedom. We went down to London to see a day for freedom. Who was speaking? Uh, Tommy Robinson was speaking. Uh, Sargon of Akkad. Sargon. We yeah. saw Milo Yiannopoulos. Um, that guy. Gavin McInnes. Gavin McInnes. Um, what was your general feeling um, about it? Count Dankula. Well, first of all, I guess I enjoyed it. It was good to be. Uh, it wasn't as gregarious as I was hoping it would be. People didn't okay. speak to each other that much. People didn't speak to um, you that yeah, much. Yeah, that's right. Wow, you're Andy Samarov. The speeches were okay. Too many people read their speeches instead of having bullet points and, and, and speaking around them. Um, and they talked too much about Islam. It got boring after a while. I it's agree. Like, it's far too much. It's like, come on, okay, we get it. Yeah. Like, I I agree that, you know, there's things to be concerned about with, with Islam and whether it's yeah. the values that but most they, yeah. Muslims have are, are compatible with uh, liberty. And perhaps at this stage in history, we do have too many migrants um, from that persuasion. Um, but to go on and on and on about it ad nauseum, yeah. it's like... I don't know what female genital mutilation had to do with freedom of speech. In that particular context, there was a lot of kind of stuff. I, I, I agree. I thought too much anti-Islamic stuff. We get it. Most of us here know about this kind of stuff. We know we're not allowed to talk about it, but let's concentrate on... the. I wanted somebody to say the greatest threat to your freedom of speech does not come from radical Islamic, comes from our own God, fucking politicians. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been a good that thing to really say, good. you know, because that's what it does come from. Yes, radical Islam might be a threat to your personal uh, well-being and your, your safety, but it is not a threat to your freedom and of no speech. One even, your fucking government is. Yeah, you know? no one even said, uh, held the bot, um, the government accountable for any blowback in, in terms of that like you know we've made a royal fucking creator yeah. of the middle east not only that but we're allies allies with saudi arabia such good allies yeah. who go all over the middle east opening up wahhabi schools and teaching the mm. worst forms of islam i do like those nuts right <laughs> <laughs> Wasabi, please. Oh, I love those. Uh, and the other thing is, I found really ironic is they just had all these speeches about freedom all day. And then at the end, they said, Well, we're going to end with the national anthem and sung God Save the Green. Celebrate our, yeah, our, 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 um, a non elected. Yeah, uh, our, it's like, even if she was elected, but yeah. it's like, Yes, please. What, what's that line in, in God Save the Queen is long shit? Long may, reign over us. Long yeah. may you reign over us. Yeah. Freedom, day for freedom, but we want someone to reign over us. Very well, I, have no, I have no objection to the national Very anthem, but that was, that was funny. Um, I found a lot of the speeches, 
the the guy from UKIP, the leader from UKIP, done a good speech. I thought Count Dankula, Marcus yeah, Meekin, he was good. made the best speech of the day. I really did. Um, I don't know what the fuck Gavin McInnes was on, but I want a pint of it. <laughs> uh, I like Gavin McInnes. I love his stuff. But, dude, you had a lot of time to prepare for this, and I think you could have done better. I think you let the side down. I think you... What the fuck was all that jocking it up? Oh, don't eat that. I'm fake, Glasgow. Who gives a shit for where you're from? For anyone who wasn't yeah. Gavin McInnes put on a Scottish he, accent. Well, he didn't have to put accent. it on. He, he is actually from Glasgow, but, like, from when he was eight years old. But... He, and it wasn't a bad Scottish accent. It was just, like, a, an over-the-top, you know, stereotypical drunken Scots when he was kind of doing. And... And he mentioned Braveheart, and you go, hello, we're in London, this is a mixed crowd, why would you try to divide us by, 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 bring, by bringing in the Braveheart thing? Don't you know William Wallace was hung, drawn, and quartered less than five miles away from you, this very spot? Like, you know, yeah, so maybe we'd not talk about that one and divide the crowd into you know, two, two parts, you know, we're here to unite against... Uh, for, for freedom of speech. I don't think the Braveheart moves. So I was disappointed in Gavin McInnes. Uh, and I, I'm afraid I didn't even hang around for Tommy uh, Robinson's speech. I went back to the pub because I was bored. And it was a really, really hot day. Um, but I'm glad I went. I'm glad a lot of other people went. Um, as usual, the mainstream media ignored it, other than to call it an extreme right, right or a far right rally, yeah, no, which was total bullshit. The, 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 yeah, the anti-Islamic right. rhetoric didn't help. But... It was totally bullshit. There was plenty of people there from all uh, walks of life. And finally, I don't know what the fuck the drag artist was all about either. But yeah, they uh, had you know, a drag. It wasn't, it wasn't have an so objection. Much, there, there was no objection to having a drag queen sing, but they could have chose one that could actually sing. And one that I would have fancied. <laughs> <laughs> and she was from Glasgow as well, apparently. People from Glasgow can't wait to tell you they're from Glasgow like it's an yeah, achievement. And there, was, yeah. there was a lot of people there from Scotland. I mean... Yeah. There was uh, well, that. there was us. Yeah, <laughs> it was me and Anthony. That's the main thing. That's the yeah. main thing. So that was a good day out, although you know they had some problems. Uh, and finally, we'll just mention that Anthony Samarov here has had dinner with Uncle Tom Woods. Ooh. Big shout out to our Uncle big Tom. Tom uh, big shout out to Tom Woods. What He's, did you have? Uh, I had a pizza. Yeah, we took him to an Italian. Um, okay. Around the corner from you had Virginia. an Italian, you had a pizza and an Italian. Okay, <laughs> way to go. <laughs> way to go. Well, is, is, is pizza not? Is that not? Well, it's just kind of like you know, it's an Italian restaurant. I know they do pizzas, but they do do other stuff. You could pretty much get a pizza anywhere. I don't yeah, know. But no, did you enjoy it, that? Pizza? It was. It was the best pizza I had in New York. Okay, cool. So yeah, um, Tom Woods sent me a message to say that he he knew that I'd been in New York and he asked me if I was still there because he was flying in the day before I left. So I met up with him uh, and we're waiting for Elizabeth Hobson. She says she's done her long comment, the but it's disappeared. The difference between toxic masculinity and toxic femininity is that the latter... Hey, oh, sorry, I'm reading sorry. it. I'm sorry. You douchebag. <laughs> the latter is condoned and even encouraged. So toxic femininity is condoned and even encouraged according to elizabeth hobson of the liberty bells who you can find on youtube so over say, the last half century we have had countless campaigns against male violence on the other hand crickets on women's and i'm assuming on what? women's toxic well, if you well i think it was with women's toxic i think 
what they would say is they're trying to they are um under the influence of patriarchy and that's they're under influence and that's where the toxicity comes in under the influence of so patriarchy. Like, and also the what they're trying to promote is the positive aspects mm -hmm. of femininity Right, your masculinity doesn't have any positive aspects, obviously, although it does, uh, but many positive aspects. Who will aspects. build the roads? Not without the state, without men. <laughs> right, Elizabeth Hobson says, there have been countless campaigns of against male violence against women, and the rate has plummeted. Yet I turn on family films with the kids, and there's this trope wherein heroines assault their love interests, and female violence is on the rise. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the strong woman in a, a movie can slap a guy, especially if he's a, a bit over him. throw a drink over him. You know, just denigrate him, and it's that's all cool because you go, girl. Yeah, you she's go, girl. Yeah, you show himself. that guy what what it's all about. Yeah, I, I get that. Drop that hero and get yourself a zero. Or did I get that wrong? <laughs> I don't know. I think Elizabeth made a comment before, and it kind of disappeared. Well, that's why she's read. Oh, she reads. Yeah, we could have just said of her. We could have saved their writing it all again by just looking back. No, no, it disappears. Oh, it disappeared completely. Right, just off the like screen. the like this podcast is about to. <laughs> it's about to. So to all you gang who tuned in for this, thanks very much. I've enjoyed doing this one. It's probably one of the ones yeah. that's going to get us the jail. <laughs> uh, get me the yeah. jail. Uh, which is okay because these days that is the way to what's pretty much the way. plummet to soar to success. Did you just Love. give the Nazi salute? It's my left hand. I just hand, saw dude. you giving my the Nazi left salute. hand. I was going to left the, do the Nazi that, salute. You only did it with your left hand because you're right to yeah, give you no, plausible deniability because we you're right. Protest! All right! Alt right! Far out. Are you saying the yeah. protest was alt right? Well, that's what everybody says. You know, they're calling it fascist for freedom. <laughs> right. But, well, uh, the sad fact is that gender relations are will continue to plummet. Until yeah, there's never been learn. never been more written, by the way, yeah. or, about gender relations, and yet they've never been worse. Yes. Yeah. So men are from Mars, women are from a completely other fucking galaxy. And they will continue <laughs> to plummet until you at home solve the problem by <laughs> telling more people to watch the Scottish Liberty podcast. Indeed, Elizabeth Hobson. Last comment. Then you have false allegations sanctioned by the state and actively encouraged by charities and solicitors which is women weaponizing gynocentrism. Yeah, I've just read, I think I read today that they're, they want universities in Scotland to take a tougher line on uh, um, allegations of sexual misconduct. And As you know, that's a wide, sexual misconduct to just be asking somebody out on a date. Right. Um, they want universities to come down hard and, and narrow the criteria for... Um, and it's, uh, and uh, guilty until proven. Yeah, innocent. basically they want kangaroo courts in, in uh, Scot the way they've got in America. They want them in Scottish universities. Our most important comment of the day from the HC. Ha ha, great show today. I think that and sums it up. And with that, be libertarians. Don't be a lefty or a righty.